Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Martasha with From the Inside Out Motivational Fitness and Coaching out of Ohio. What is going on, Martasha? Happy Tuesday. How are you today? I am doing well, JJ. Happy Tuesday. Happy to be here. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. We're excited to have you on. And I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with From the Inside Out Motivational Fitness and Coaching. But first, let's give the viewers some perspective. We'll start with a very basic question. You know, Martasha, how many members are you currently serving? Right now, I have about 10 to 15 members. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And for you, you know, I think every facility is different, right? And I I ran a a, a smaller PT facility. And it's the same with big gyms, right? It's a very different method to get people through the door and interested. So for you, what's been the best method of getting new people through your doors? The best method um, definitely has been social media. Um, I think sometimes people forget word of mouth, just talking to people sometimes, um, letting people know what you have going on. Um, I also have um, participated in a couple of health fairs. Uh, Me being new to the business, I I thought that that would be a good way for me to get uh, my name out there, um, let people know what I'm about. So I've uh, participated in a couple of health fairs. And so, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. That is awesome. I think that's so big. I think when you can have the versatility and using different avenues, whether it's a health fair, whether it's social media, whether it's word of mouth, but not limit yourself to just one, right? And be dependent on just that one thing. I think that's super important. And, now, and one thing, can I can I add one thing to that? Sure, day? yeah, sure, sure. Um, one major thing for me um, was when I just began to work out, and I and I got myself a trainer, and me posting my journey has been a big mm. piece. I was just in Walmart this morning, and I ran into an old friend, and she says, "I've been watching you. You know, I'm so proud of you." And she's ready to jump on board. So I think you know, and even if you know, uh, people need to remember if you post something, even if you only get one like, you probably had a hundred people that looked that so yeah but don't get discouraged so i just wanted to add that in there yeah i love that perspective and i think it's so true i think it needs to be heard because a lot of people do get very discouraged because they think that likes correlate with how good it is but it's it's not it's not so thank you for that perspective um now you know i'm curious martasha right i mean like obviously square footage always plays a factor of capacity but let's say that you had unlimited leads unlimited traffic you know unlimited people coming through the door how much higher could you actually go than that 10 or 15 amount of members you have now oh wow um my vision is vision is very very big uh, when it comes to this um mostly because you know i want people to adopt a lifestyle and it is a movement for me um we live in a society where we are just bombarded with a lot of unhealthy things and we need to take back our minds and most of all um where our, our minds and our bodies you know it's it's a correlation so i would say that um oh man i, I want to go really really big my studio is kind of small right now i could do a class of about you know 10 to 12 people comfortably but i look forward to definitely having from the inside out mfc on a big building <laughs> 
you know, someday yeah. here soon. Yes. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And I think there's no goal too big. Um, and I think that's awesome. I think that's something that you just, again, it just literally is a matter of time before you get to those goals. I'm sorry. I look like you want to add something there, Martin. Yeah, and I was just going to say um, a virtual, actually. That's another option that I've been looking into. Ooh. I've been trying to, I've had one person sign up for virtual sessions, but I think that's another thing that's, you know, kind of underestimated. Like, even if you don't have your own studio, there is a way yeah. to still be an impactful trainer. No, that's so true. That is so true. Now, um, now, this is something I know from experience, and um, I'm curious to see, you know, your method because I I know once you hit that 10, 20 mark of, of members, it becomes a lot to manage. You know, because you're one to ten people, you know, one to fifteen people. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you know and and kind of track those metrics of you know how long they've been with you? You know, if they're looking to you know sign up for two weeks, ten weeks, how do you track those metrics? Well, one thing that I begin with when I, um, that's why I, I really appreciated your introduction and wanting to uh, establish a connection. I do um, require a consultation. Some people, you know, would like to think, oh, I'm just going, you know, I'm going to jump in, I'm going to come work out and that's, and that's great. But, you know, I like to sit down and connect with people because um, I'm not going to waste your time and I don't want you to waste mine. And it is truly a mindset. And so I like to sit down. I have a series, a series of questions that I ask people. Um, and, and one of them mostly is, you know, uh, what does your ideal training situation look like? You know, what how much time can you actually dedicate to um, to this movement? Because if you can't um, if you don't figure out what you can dedicate to it and stick to it, then you're going to burn out really quickly. You're going to say that that day is going to come two, three workouts in, or I can't do it today. You may make an excuse. And so that's why I like to have a consultation with people so that I can connect with them and really see how serious they are about um, committing to working out and getting healthy. And then I want them to see and feel me, you know, because we're going to be working together in a intimate you know not intimate like that but you know in an intimate you know capacity so we need to be familiar with with one another's goals and things of that nature yeah i think that's so important i think it's so important just because did i answer the questions (laughs) yeah yeah i know 100 percent. i i you really did i think that's really important because you're basically you're telling me like you you know them enough on on a high level where it's like you can kind of just tell off of a bat, like they're here, this is what they're doing, and this yeah. is what their goals are. Whatever and, so, and, and so then, you know, there's sign-in sheets, you know, there's, um, I have an electric uh, uh, waste measurement, you know, things of that nature. So I do actually, you know, keep track of people who want to be keep, who want to be kept track of. Not everybody wants their weight tracked, you know, every week, every two weeks, because it's discouraging to them. So it just kind of, you know, depends on the person. I try to meet them where they're at and that, that way I can kind of tailor um, their program to meet, to meet their needs yeah. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's amazing. That's amazing. I think that's, that's, that's probably one of the, the biggest values you can do as, as a smaller studio. And um, I want to throw a kind of like a, a fun question out here and, you know, let's say you wave a magic wand, you do this and boom, you had the perfect business. What would that look like for you? Man, what would that look like for me? That would look like 
Number one, me having um, a, a, a storefront, a, a business where people are walking by and they can see from the inside out motivational fitness and coaching. But most of all, um, the people that I want to attract mostly are the people who have not learned how to adopt the lifestyle. And I think um, that is where I can truly make a difference. It's not just about making money, you know, I found something that I'm passionate about. And so therefore I want to help others um, because I, I didn't start working out until I was like 38 years old. And I fell in love with the magic of it as I watched my body transform. And I'm like, wow, after three kids, this was still possible. And so living in a society of instant gratification and just people wanting it right now. And it's like, you can have it right now. Um, but it, it has to start from within, you know, and even people who want to go have surgery, I don't knock anybody, but you still have to trust your body. How much do you actually trust your body? Because nature will take over. We know this just from, from a baby to, to being a teenager, to an adult, to, to getting older, you know, nature will, nature will take over. But if you are taking care of yourself, if you are just giving a little bit, just 4% of out of that 100% to staying healthy, it will go a long way. And so what that would look like for me, again, is impacting those who didn't even know that this was possible. I love that. I love that. That was a mic drop of an answer, but I got two more questions <laughs> for you. My two, my two favorite questions here. You know, uh, let's say five, 10 years down the road, right? Like if you can give us a 30 second, you know, elevator pitch here, what do you want your business to look like in the next five, 10 years? In the next five to 10 years, I want to be impacting as, as many people as I can possibly impact from um, people coming into the gym, from um, virtual workouts, possibly even um uh, training and inspiring some of my some of my members to become trainers and passing on the torch. Um, I would love to travel and make connections with with other gyms and other trainers across the country. Um, you know who are also trying to you know make that make that same difference and have a passion for you know for people getting healthy. Yeah, yeah. And last question for you. You know. What advice would you give to a brand new gym owner who is just trying to get started? If they were starting tomorrow, what would that one piece of advice be for you? Don't give up. And I know that sounds cliche, but, uh, you know, being a new entrepreneur, I do come from the corporate world. And at times, you know, there were there were times where I didn't know how I was going to start. I actually had a friend who um, had a boutique and she said, well, you could just bring a couple ladies down here if you want, you know. So so if it's what you really, really want to do, you know, trust your dream, go for it. Don't give up. There will be days where it seems like nobody wants to get healthy. But as long as your heart and mind is in the right place, it, it will come and they will come. There we go. There we go. A mic drop of an answer there. Martasha, <laughs> it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, if you have any social media, Facebook website, please let the viewers know where can they find out more about you? and Yes, absolutely. So hit me up um, at Martasha Colvin on Facebook, Instagram. You can also hit me up at From the Inside Out MFC on Facebook and Instagram. 
And I'm working mm-hmm. on my TikTok. So <laughs> that's that's there one area I'm working on right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here, okay? Okay. Thank awesome. You. Yeah, no problem. And to, to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Jim Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, we have Cody Bunderson of Fierce MMA and Fitness joining us from Price, Utah. Cody, what's going on, man? How are you today? Oh, good, yeah, good. Good Wednesday and uh, glad to be on your podcast. I'm excited to have you here. Uh, I'm excited to pick your brain because we're not exclusive to fitness. You have experience pulling from a number of different industries. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to picking your brain here. But before we dive off into the strategy and the tactics and all that you do within Fierce, talk to us a little bit about what this business is. Give, give us some context, paint some ideas into to people's heads, what they're listening to today. How do you describe Fierce MMA and, and what is this business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so oftentimes it's like our social media platforms and things often hear myself or my gym manager um, refer to it as we call it the, the Fierce family. So um, we're, we're in a pretty relatively small town. Um, we're, uh, our, our county as a whole probably has a little over 20,000 people. Um, so nothing crazy huge. And we're, where we're at located in Utah, where it's almost, we're isolated. Uh, there's a huge Canyon, um, with literally nothing, no housing or infrastructure in between us up to Provo or Spanish Fork, which is about an hour drive. And then, uh, heading almost in all directions, uh, you know, a few smaller farm towns and things like that, but you know, it's pretty rural isolated. Um, so it's, it's definitely, uh, the environment that we've created is a very family friendly environment. Um, I don't know too many gyms, uh, you know, where, uh, people can come weight lift and they, they, we just let people bring their kids and they run around, they play, they have a good time. Um, but it's a, it, it's a gym that we have a full weightlifting facility. Um, we teach kids classes for mixed martial arts, um, everything from, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu to boxing, wrestling, um, MMA, self-defense, and we teach adult programs as well in uh, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, boxing, wrestling, MMA, and yeah. then we do have a, a full weightlifting facility um, set up. Uh, we've got a, about a um, about 7,500 square foot uh, a building with offices and everything. Um, sauna, we have a float tank there as well. And uh, it's, it's kind of people, it's become a pretty familiar name within our community. Um, we've always, myself or our 
people, personal trainers or other coaches that I have that's uh, helping out with uh, mixed martial arts side of things. Um, we're always involved in community projects. Um, we do a lot of stuff with United Way and, um, you know, anytime there's a, a, a community project, um, you know, we try to jump at the chance to get involved as much as we can. So yeah. it's, it's, we kind of, it's become a very family friendly, uh, environment. Um, you know, it's, uh, um, a lot of youth come through our doors. Um, you know, and I've, I've always, you know, always told my staff to, I'll never turn a kid away if they can't pay. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to build, uh, you know, something here in this community that is pretty special for people to come and, and better themselves in their lives uh, because of what we have inside of that gym. That is tremendous. And I, I appreciate the insight there. And as I understand it, at least, it's been a little bit of an evolution process to get to where it is today. It oh, didn't absolutely. Quite start that way. Take us back a little bit. I want to, I want to hear about the, the beginnings of this. When was it that, that we officially opened up the doors and yeah, originally so think, what was the goal for you? I'm, I'm literally like, but I believe it was, it was either coming about November of 15 or 16. I'm just like the time flies, um, but I believe it was November 15. So going on almost seven years now. Um, but, uh, I was explaining to you before, um, I have a, a background in uh, group wrestling and then transitioned to after I was wrestling in high school and a little bit of college wrestling, I uh, got into jiu-jitsu and jiu-jitsu turned into MMA and I had some professional fights and and then turned to, and still I fought up until 2018 and then um, was a lot of coaching after that and then uh, where I received most of my training from up in Salt Lake. I had a, some friends that I would stay in touch with down here that was, they were taking some fights, trying to fight, but they never really had any formal coaching or training, just kind of getting together and beating the crap out of each other. And uh, so I came down and, you know, started teaching them some jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai and, uh, you know, cleaning up some boxing and things like that. And um, uh, due to some business too, that I, um, now another company that I own down here uh, brought me down here more and, eventually made the transition back to here. And as I transitioned back to here, you know, my, um, my passion was, was still in the mixed martial arts and, and coaching and teaching. And, uh, I wanted to start a kids program and an adult program. And, um, actually the, for my, my main business, my filter manufacturing business, I actually took one of our warehouses and moved some raw goods from there over to another kind of condensed and turned that into the gym. And, uh, you know, and it was, I'd have to show you pictures of kind of what the evolution was, but it literally used yeah. to be, uh, um, we just had like a bench, a couple free weights and just one wrestling mat. And that was where we were just at training. And uh, I remember my, my dad had a pair of wave runners over on the one side and my brother-in-law had his boat parked back there. And it was just, <laughs> it was just, we, we bought this old, the wrestling mat that I wrestled on the junior highest wrestling mat was probably 30 plus years old. And we just bought this old wrestling mat and we just, we're training and you know, we started a kids program and then, uh, you know, it kind of slowly, I started picking up pieces of more equipment and then got rid of the boat and wave runners. And, um, you know, we started, I started seeing, you know, a bigger picture here, um, for the community. And there was uh, a need for, um, a, a gym in town. Um, and so we just, I started, kind of piecing things together. And then even then I continually added more and more equipment and, you know, listened to a lot of feedback from members and, um, you know, eventually it turned into, we got the whole half of one side is, you know, weightlifting. We got the turf where we, you know, push and sled, flipping tires and 
Um, we still have our, our mat space with a kind of a, a cage built around it and then a boxing ring. And then we had, uh, took one of the rooms and built about a 12 person sauna in there and ended up buying a, a deprivation tank, full pod. And um, now it's kind of plenty of fun stuff. Yeah. It's plenty of fun stuff. And it's, yeah, it's quite, been quite the evolution over the last seven years. Sure. And so in that time, Cody, uh, two part question here, what's been your favorite part about owning this business? And then what's been the most challenging part about owning this business? Uh, the favorite part for me um, has always been the coaching aspect. Um, I, I really do enjoy uh, coaching the kids. Um, you know, having, you know, seeing some of these kids, you know, progress that's been with me for four or five years now, just seeing, you know, kid coming in, you know, couldn't tie their shoes or picking their nose to, I mean, they're, they're a very well-trained martial artist now. And, uh, you know, just seeing the maturity of them and, you know, how they're helping, you know, themselves and others at school and stick up for themselves, stick up for others. And, uh, our big, you know, we got a big anti-bullying campaign and, um, and then some of my athletes, you know, um, we've had amateur MMA fighters, professional MMA fighters, and just seeing some of the growth and evolution and just, you know, seeing the growth of people within my MMA program, but then, you know, also too the, for me, the challenging aspect too, was, you know, the, I was never, uh, you know, adding the weightlifting side, you know, the personal training side of things. And, you know, something that, you know, I was, I did a little bit of, you know, you know, strength and conditioning for my own, I was fighting professionally, but, uh, um, you know, that that's, that's a whole other ball game and, and beast and industry that's, you know, over there and, and you know, you know, listening to feedback from, you know, from some of the trainers and things that we needed and going down, we were, uh, a big challenge was, uh, we added the 24 hour access and originally it was just a door code and, you know, people mm-hmm. punching in, we had to change that every month and then people sneaking in and out and let people in. And then eventually, you know, the evolution turned into a system that we found where we have a key fob thing now and it has cameras and it'll flag you if um, it doesn't recognize your face or bring someone in and, it's, it's kind of crazy just to see where we're, where we used to be to where yeah. we are now. Um, and then there's still obviously challenges and things with that. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, some, I some uncharted territory. At least. Yeah, yeah, definitely uncharted yeah. territory. And, uh, it's kind of been a learning curve and, um, learned with through a lot of mistakes, but, uh, you know, also we're, um, and mistakes still happen, but I, I think that where we're at now is it's, you know, we're, we're figuring it out now. Sure. And, and, Somewhere in that timeline, you've experienced it. Everybody listening to this podcast experienced it. Uh, a little bit of a, a roadblock in the form of a pandemic. How hectic was that or how hindering was it for you? And, and have you guys been able to, to fully bounce back? Yeah, 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 for sure. And then it was, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we, you know, we had to shut down, um, you know, and we, uh, we were able to get a uh, you know a PPP loan um, through that uh, a couple loans on it to, to help out that and um, a small part of it was actually a blessing in disguise because um, right when we first had to shut down I I went and bought uh, a number of pieces of new equipment and um, some new flooring um, that we were putting down to put all the weight equipment on top of and everything and in my mind I was like okay we're just going to come we're going to shut down for a weekend. We're going to knock out all these, you know, put these pieces of equipment together, the flooring down this, this and that, and it's going to be done in the weekend. Well, fortunately when the um, pandemic did hit, we did have to shut down like the in actual, you know, 
having people available, um, you know, even a lot of people, you know, volunteering members, things like that. Like it was over a solid month of <laughs> a little bit more time consuming yeah, than we thought. My mind was going to be a, a, a two day weekend. So, um, you know, by the time we were through our local health department, uh, you know, I, I think it, I can't even remember to tell you whether it was a three, four, five, six month thing, whatever it was, yeah. it had to be shut down. And then we submitted our plan and, you know, we could let X amount of people in during a certain, we had to, you know, submit our plan and they accepted the plan and we had to, you know, had installed X amount of uh, hand sanitizing stations and, you know, our plan to have a cleaning, um, staying on top of that. And then, at first, it was a, a reservation-based thing where we could only have, um, based on the square footage, um, on the workout side, you know, 20 people could be working out at a time during this time slot and things, and then we kind of progressed, and then, you know, things yeah. and open up and up and this and that, but uh, yeah, it was definitely a challenging time. Um, Did you guys lose members throughout that? Uh, not really, no. I mean, every, everybody did, you know, <laughs> pretty much, you know, did come back, you know. Um, there was, there was a lot of members that were actually, you know, they're, well, they're actually continue to pay their membership during that time. And, uh -huh, yeah. you know, and, and it got to the point where I was like, you know, I, I want to, everybody's hurt right now. I don't want to, you know, make everybody else suffer. So, you know, for a few months I did, I just shut everybody off and, um, but you know, everybody was fortunate for that. And as soon as we were rocking and rolling, I mean, the, when we had the, uh, the, the reservation times, I mean, those were filling up like super quick. Yeah. Um, everybody was anxious to get back and, uh, yeah. You know, and then you know, you're still seeing you know, some people. They're still you know pretty cautious about things like that. But I'd say, no, of course, yeah. we've uh, you know with our our updated uh, um, equipment uh, upgrades and things that we did and expansion things like that. It actually once we were fully open again, it uh, did bring in a whole lot of new members that they were excited to see the expansion. Yeah, that was going to be my next question: Is now that you can operate with with some normalcy, do we have room to grow? Or are you guys fairly well capped out? Yeah, I mean, equipment, I saw the, I'd love, so I, I currently lease the building from a guy that I've been trying to buy the building from for quite some time. Um, I, if eventually, I, I think it'll, who knows when it will happen, but uh, I, eventually I will purchase the building. And then I think they're, um, what I'll end up doing is the building that I'm in now is all completely, that'll be just solely the building for uh, weightlifting. And then I'll build a, a off to the side of it um, or attached to um, where we're going to have our MMA training on the other side. Like a physical expansion. So somewhere down the line, sort of yeah. indefinite, at least for now. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. In the current situation that you're in, tell me about the, the marketing that's been working for you. You mentioned that we got a whole influx of members just from, from goodwill and equipment investment coming out of the pandemic, but what do you guys do from a, a marketing standpoint just to get people through the doors in the first place? Yeah, I mean, we're kind of a, we have done some social media marketing, um, you know, campaigns and things like that. Where we're at, again, located geographically, it's it's kind of a, a word spot. So the, I do, I, I have a, a pretty good trade that I have with uh, some of the local radio stations. Um, so I do have a, a ton of ads that are pumped out on uh, two radio stations in town on, on multiple stations. There's the country, the pop, the rock. Um, mm -hmm. um, actually, I, I'm, after the podcast, I'm heading into recording a new app for, for that. Um, so I, I do get a lot of traffic that comes in um, that, that hears the ads on the radio. 
Um, a lot of it's just word of mouth um, here in town. You know, again, I, I sponsor a lot of uh, activities, you know, through whether it's baseball or, you know, we have a, a, a little league or softball team that's usually sponsored by fears or, um, you know, sponsoring the wrestling team in high school because that's where I used to wrestle. Yep. Just, just being actively involved in the community, you know, again, we're, we're continually trying to, you know, be involved with community service projects. Um, you know, uh, I'm working with a lot of the wrestlers in the off season and just uh, for just us. Just getting the, the brand and the name out in front of yeah, people yeah, has caused, and, has and caused the traffic at least. You know, and for and, and the biggest thing that, again, you know, when we started having the weightlifting thing for the longest time, everybody still just thought we were an MMA gym. It was just a bunch of these dudes, you know, beating the crap out of each other and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. over, and, and there, there still is some of that, um, a little bit of that reflection. You know, people are like, oh, I thought you guys were still just, you know, you're just an MMA gym. No, actually, you know, and then people actually come and see the facility. They're like, oh, wow. Like, I, I didn't realize that you had. All Plenty of fun stuff. to be had here for sure. Yeah, I know that. You know, so there's there's definitely still room for growth in, in town, and there's uh, I think there's a lot of been um, in Utah in general. You see a lot of people there. You know, everybody always complains, "Man, we got all these people from California coming and moving into Utah." Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And you know, a lot of people are have moved to our town because they can't work remotely, and they're they're trying to. Um, they, they love the area. They you know we're you know I'm in the mountains all around us. I mean, I can hop on my side by side out of my backyard and be in the mountains within you know, minutes. Um, and so we, we have seen a new influx of people from um, actually either moving up from Salt Lake or Utah County down to here because they, you know, they can work from home or they're, um, they, they don't mind to me, you know, they can be stuck yeah. in traffic for an hour or drive through a canyon for an hour. Yep. Um, so, you know, I'm still getting, um, you know, the awareness out there. There definitely is, you know, there's room for growth. And I, um, for me, I, I think the the biggest growth that can, that can continue to happen within the gym is still my kids program and my adults program. Cause um, you know, it just, a lot of it fluctuates throughout the season. I, you know, a lot of, I lose a lot of kids to, you know, when it's baseball season, football season, and then they come back and, you know, they're, you know, playing multiple sports and things like that. And then some kids are, you know, continually there year round and then summer happens and things like that. But uh, um, just continuing to build that, uh, that kids program that transition into the adult program that, you know, it has, you know, almost lifelong members there. Yeah. You mentioned briefly, at least some social media marketing in this and the radio aspect, at least sounded like it was some work for trade. Was the social media in that same sort of vein? Was this with an agency or was this something you guys were doing in-house? Just, just doing in-house. Yeah. Just doing some, um, actually one of my um, guys that trains jiu-jitsu under me, he was doing uh, some YouTube apps for me. Um, and then everything else has just been uh, pretty much myself. Um, uh, playlist you know instagram and facebook ads yeah I, that's i mean it's the tale that we hear a lot on this platform is i don't i'm not really an expert but i'm willing to to at least yeah. try and, and kind yeah. of fumble yeah. my way through it do you think that's something that you'll lean into here moving forward a little bit more yeah yeah i think so i mean you know i i feel like i've done definitely figured a lot of things out um, on my own. I, by no means am I claiming to be an expert or anything. Right. Um, also stemming from the gym, I talked about a couple other businesses I have is, um, long story short, uh, I, I started a fight promotion called Fierce Fighting Championship. And so now we're the, we're the largest promotion in the state of Utah and actually probably the largest in the Intermountain West um, for uh, professional fighting. And so we, it actually started, we started doing, 
fights at a local bar here, which turned into the local to the county event center, which turned into doing it at some bigger venues up in Salt Lake. And now we're at the uh, second biggest venue in the city, Utah, um, where the our our hockey team plays, um, where the Utah Jazz minor league team plays. But I mean, it's 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 a big facility. I mean, they have huge concerts there. Um, Joe Rogan was just there a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, we, we just had our fight last Saturday on the 24th um, that uh, I've partnered up with actually the, the group that owns the Maverick Center called Centennial Group. And, um, but yeah, I put on uh, pretty big fights up there at the, at the Maverick Center. Yeah. Um, but I would imagine social media is probably a, a huge yeah, part so of that. Yeah, so for that, you know, and so I, you know, a lot of playing, tweaking with that. And I actually... Due to my other business, you know, I, I've, I've now since hired a lot of people that are running that. And I'm kind of the CEO overseeing some things, but I've got a, um, a CEO that's running that now. And, you know, they're, they handle a lot of the social media marketing and, and things like that. And, and they're, you know, there's, I'm, but I'm, for my gym, so I'm, again, I still playing and learning, but I, I do yeah. know that uh, there's fun new challenge at least. Yeah. Yeah. Now, next step of the process, Cody, I mean, we get someone interested, right? We have this lead. They reach out, walk me through what a typical sales process looks like. Who are they talking to? What's that conversation like? Where is it being held? What happens before they eventually sign up at the gym? Yeah. So usually um, we're either, we have a landline there. Either someone calls the landline, um, someone emails or email or a uh, ton of messages from the Facebook, uh, Facebook or Instagram, usually Facebook, uh, just messaging, Hey, um, heard your radio ad or hey, uh, you know, I just Googled gym in town. Uh, do you guys act, you have weightlifting equipment? Because they, they see the MMA, um, you know, the MMA and fitness, so they're not sure. I'm like, oh, yeah, we actually have a, you know, it's a full weightlifting facility. Um, we let our, our adults or kids come and try our, the, the martial arts program for a week free and check out the facility. And, or you, you, somebody reaches out, you know, we always invite them to come down, check out the facility. You know, we can describe, yes, we have a full weightlifting facility. Um, come down, we'll let you, you know, try the gym out a day for free um, or, or come try a fitness class for free. Come check it out. So we'll, usually they'll come in, they'll do a walk around. Oh, wow, you actually, you have a lot of stuff. Didn't realize that. Um, and then whoever's in, in the office usually, um, you know, gets them signed up there on the spot. Yeah. With that, do we have one general membership are people kind of paying a la carte for what they like how is that that actual yeah so the, it used to be kind of a la carte now it's now it's basically two with the 24-hour membership because um there was a lot of dead time during the day um typically between like the noon to four o'clock ish time and so what we did is we we cut office hours from uh we go somewhere from eight to four and then four to eight and so we offer a package that's cheaper for them to come in and say, you can come work out Monday through Friday from four to eight and eight to 12 for a discounted price. Everything okay. else, everything else is going to be, you're going to have 24 hour access. Um, and they give you know, 365 days a year. And uh, so there's basically three levels of membership. There's the, you can do that Monday through Friday, just with that, which, which a handful of members do. The majority of members have the 24-hour membership um, with the key fob, and then if their membership expires, they haven't taken care of their membership, um, then it'll usually give them, like, I believe, a one- or two-day grace period, um, and then scan after that, it won't let them scan in. Um, and then uh, 
most people are like on auto, uh, an auto pay membership, um, or just yep. recurring payments. Um, so a lot of people do bend over and things like that too, or, or come in and pay cash or card. And then the, the last membership is the, the most expensive membership that includes the, all the mixed martial arts. And then if they do do the mixed martial arts program, um, it does also include all the fitness classes, all the 24 hour access as well. So is there, uh, an even more involved level of coaching, like personal training or something yeah, that you yeah, can yeah. invest then, in beyond that? Yep. And then from there, um, the, everybody, if they do want to have everybody, if, if you do want to have access to our personal trainers, you do have to be a member. And then from there, um, based on what trainer you work with, there's a few different levels of, uh, of experience that uh, some of them might be a little bit more expensive than others. And then uh, myself and my other, some of my other coaches do do some uh, uh, personal um, private training for, for MMA, whether they want jujitsu or kickboxing or boxing or wrestling. Or, um, but there's private lessons available for that as well. Yep. In the short-term future, at least, you mentioned wanting to buy the building and, and take on an entire renovation addition project in the short term what is your your focus as a business is it getting more people into those memberships is it trying to elevate some of those people up those tiers where do you see the the biggest potential for the business i think growth on both ends i think growth from the youth and adult program um to, to continued members um uh, or on the weightlifting facility side and also getting some of those members that are on the weightlifting side to upgrade to, and to get them, you know, to come over and try the, the, the mixed martial arts side, which I get it. It's not for everyone. Um, but, you know, and overcoming that hump that, you know, there's still a lot of people and they're like, Oh, I'm training mixed martial arts. They're, they're thinking that we're training people specifically to, to fight and get in the cage when 95% of the people that I'm training is they're there for the physical benefits of it um whether it's weight loss or mental health or self-defense um because like in some of the you know, most people i still people to compete in jiu-jitsu tournaments and things like that a couple of fighters that i still have but again the majority of people are training um just because they enjoy it they, they enjoy the um again the physical and mental benefits that, that come from the training yeah and so kind of 360 degree expansion and that's i mean that's a fun conversation because there's all kinds of different ways to, to skin a cat you can make it happen in any different yeah, way yeah, absolutely well i'm sure there are plenty of things that that we didn't get to touch on but we're running a bit shy on time here cody i want to save a couple of minutes at least to have you tell people where they can learn more about fierce is there a, a website is there a social media where can people go to learn more about yeah yeah yeah. yeah you can go to fiercemmafitness.com um we're on social media at fierce mma and then um on uh, facebook at uh, fierce mma and fitness um where you guys can check us out um again located in price utah we um we ever travel a lot of people are like oh that's a town on the way to moab right and we're like yeah <laughs> but yeah <laughs> not we're, just we're, that but yeah we, we, yeah we do have a lot of people that swing in stop by and uh you know, gyms, all, again, always open and welcome. You know, people are, especially you're traveling, coming through for jiu-jitsu or Muay Thai, stop in, um, stop in, check out the facility. And uh, I, you know, I think people will come in and, the, you know, the biggest compliments that I've always received from people traveling is, you know, just that that positive environment that we do have. So, Yeah. Cody, uh, this has been a bunch of fun, man. I, I really appreciate your willingness to contribute here. Entrepreneurs in our industry truly benefit from conversations like this. So I, I can't thank you enough. I'm excited to see what the future holds because it sounds like you still have some some ideas and some moving parts yeah. here. 
before we get to the the final form of yeah yeah, for sure. yeah. at least so, it's interesting to see you know to see just where it's like just the nine day difference where we're where we have been to where we are but uh and i i still can see you know again seven years down the road seeing wow man remember I had that conversation you know with y'all that day and it's crazy to see where we are where we actually are now and the growth that we've seen and yeah I, I, there's still a bigger picture Plenty of cards left to play for, for sure. sure. So I wish you nothing but the best, man. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you and, and we'll be waiting and watching for you. Awesome, man. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Jim Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Mike from Retro Fitness Fairfield out in Fairfield, New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Mike. How are you today? Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Glad to hear that you're awesome. And thank you for being here, for taking a little bit of time out of the busy day today of being a business owner to sit down and have this conversation, give back to other fitness business people. We appreciate it. Before we kind of dive into the nitty gritty details of what you have going on within your fitness business, how did you get started? What was it that made you decide to go and become a fitness business owner? <laughs> you know, I have to laugh because the last thing I ever wanted to do was be in the fitness business. I, I didn't start out with saying this is an avenue I want to go into. Um, I got divorced and I was uh, helping in the morning uh, put cones out at the Catholic school my daughter went. And uh, my friend Peter was approached by uh, our former franchisor to raise money for retro fitness. Uh, he never did, but he had some friends that opened up franchises. So he was telling me about it. He said, you got to go see this place, Retro Fitness. It's $19.99 a month. The gym's amazing. And I was like, Pete. I go to New York Sports Club. I'm paying $79 a month. I'm not going to crappy $20 gym. So he kept telling me about it, telling me about it. And then I went and saw it and I was like, wow, it's amazing. And then I, you know, my background is a stockbroker. So then I called up the company and I got some of the uh, financials on it. And I saw how they were really 
making good money. And at the time, you know, I just got divorced. I was, I was pretty broke. So I reached out to everybody I knew and I said, we got to get involved, got to get involved, got to get involved with this. And I ran into an old uh, Wall Street buddy of mine who was sitting on cash and had no time and looking for another business. And I had no cash and plenty of time. So we wind up getting together. I introduced it to him. He fell in love with it right away. Within three months, we were in pre-sales and hit the ground running. Okay, so I guess you didn't like grow up thinking that you were going to become a gym owner. It just kind of happened. Um, so props to you for, um, you know, being, um, you know, successful with us. You started in 2007, right? Yeah, we did pre-sales November 2007. So next month's going to be really 15 years for us. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's huge. 15 years, you know, running a fitness business. This is a business I always tell people it's kind of like a roller coaster. It's like there's tons of highs, tons of lows, tons of twists and tons of turns, but it's really fun and would probably do it again. Um, so uh, props to you for really riding that roller coaster for the past 15 years. Give us your best elevator pitch of your retro fitness location who you are, what kind of services you provide, paint a picture for us. We, we, we're the mega retro is what we call ourselves. You walk in here and our gym is 35,000 square feet, 200 pieces of equipment. You're never gonna wait to get on a piece of equipment. Maybe you can't get on your favorite bicep machine, but we have eight others, a dozen for legs, chest. Uh, we have a full service juice bar. We have tanning. We have our gorgeous Zen Den, which we just created group fitness classes, personal training, and really just the, the greatest atmosphere. You walk in here and I can't even describe it. It's an energy that in Oh, in we lost you. Where'd I go here? Am I back? You're back, you're back. All right, so it's an energy that is unexplainable. I'm the owner and I can't even explain it, but it, it all varies from the members. We have members from 12 years old to, uh 86 years old and all in between so it, it's a it's the community gym of the area it's it's a family type gym but we have some professional athletes uh professional bodybuilders and you know uh, a 12 year old working out with mom and dad just, just starting out so it, it's really amazing yeah um it it's always interesting to hear you know how the community and these different gyms like really affects the the vibe right it's the people that make it what it is it's the people that make it so special so at your retro fitness location you have kind of that big box membership people can come in they can get in their own workout but Opera, you mentioned to me that you have classes, you have PT, you have a kind of Zen room as well. So I kind of want to talk about those services. Um, personal training in this business model is one of the smartest things that we can do for not only the business, but for our clients as well. So within your business right now, what percent, if you had to kind of guesstimate of your revenue is coming from that personal training department? Not enough. That would certainly be the answer. I, I would probably say at this point, um, and it's still been coming out of COVID, uh, we're, we're probably probably under 10%. And, you know, I'd like to get that number closer to 15 to 18%, I think would be a, a much 
better target to be at, but you know, we're continually trying to to grow it and focus on it. In fact, last month we we called it personal training month. We put out a lot of videos on Instagram, ran a couple of specials and had a couple more people dive in uh, to personal training. Yeah, I think um, for our clients, like I say this a lot on this podcast, but for our clients, like it's so smart because if we can give them that personal training, it's going to give them a direct approach to help them get that result that they're looking for. Maybe they just don't know how to use the equipment in the gym and personal training could help. Maybe they're getting ready for an event and they want to tone up or they want to lose weight. Personal training is the answer. And a lot of people don't know to go look to personal training, or maybe they feel like it's unapproachable because of the expense. So if we can offer it and kind of hand it on a platter, like, hey, this is a service that we provide. Um, we're kind of giving them the answer to, you know, the problem that they have. And when our clients are seeing results, they're going to stick around. They're going to tell their friends. And it's a full circle thing for the growth of our business. Uh, so what are some of the things that you guys are doing? You know, you mentioned you had personal training month last month, but what are some of the other things that you're doing to kind of grow that department within the gym? Well, we're always running like a, a special, you know, the, the, when you, you know, you mentioned that personal training is really key for people coming into the gym. So I've noticed, you know, when we sign somebody up and, and let's say someone like myself, I'm 56 years old, I'm 200 pounds. I've been working out since I'm 15. So I don't think I need a trainer, but you know, look at Aaron Judd, right? He's got more home runs than any Yankee in Yankee history. He has a coach, he has a batting coach, and that's why he's an elite uh, athlete. So People come into the gym thinking, oh, I don't need a trainer. But, you know, if I'm in good shape, if I want to get to the next level, I'm not going to push myself to that point. So I think people really not need to understand, you know, we try to teach them how a personal trainer can take them from, yes, you're in good shape. But if you want to get into the body of your dreams, not just the body you're comfortable with, you know, training with the trainer is going to help that accountability and teach you how to work out. Listen, I own the gym. And I have a buddy I work out with. In fact, I, I, he usually shows up Mondays and Wednesdays. And I, I hope on Mondays and Wednesdays he doesn't show up because he's going to push me harder than I'll ever push myself. But he's always tweaking me. He's like, I'll, I'll be holding the bicep curl machine, the preacher curl. And sometimes my grip is off. And he's like, okay, are you doing the center ones or are you doing the outer ones? I'm like, I'm doing the inner ones. He goes, no, you're not. Look at your hand. So it's always your form needs to be corrected and, you know, go down all the way, stop, squeeze. It's the little things that really help you get to the next level and help you achieve your goals, right? Like you said, whether you're coming in to lose weight, uh, gain muscle, you have that event coming, you're going on vacation, you want to look the best you can. It's the little things and accountabilities, most of all, with personal training. Uh, holding yep. down. Because you don't want to disappoint your trainer and not show up or not put a good workout in. It's, it's, it's yeah. a lot of mental game with that, which is important. Yeah, you pointed out a really good thing there that I, I don't think I've heard on the show before too, is like even the people that are doing really well in their health and fitness can benefit from a personal trainer as well, right? You are always learning something when you're training with somebody else. A new way of doing things, a more efficient way of doing things. Um, so it can really benefit any of our clients. It's just a matter of getting our clients to see that. Um, how does the personal training work? Like, do you have independent contractors that pay rent and then use your space or do you employ your trainers? Kind of what model do you guys follow? No, we, we, we don't do any independent trainers. You, you can't come in here and, and train somebody 
Um, we have our own per PT director and we have our own personal trainers on staff. For, for the most of them, only do personal training here. So awesome. when somebody joins our gym, we like to give somebody a fitness assessment, come in, you know, sit down with them, go over their body fat, find out what their goals are, what made them join the gym, what made them join the gym at this particular time, and run them through a personal training session so they know what it's like to experience because most people don't know what it's like. You know, um, and it's, you know, one thing I want to touch on, I always tell people, you know, you can have, like Tony Robbins says, you can have your, your, your standards, right, which is the way you look now, or your goal of how you really want to look, right? If you could paint the picture of how you want to look, I'm not going to paint the picture of the way I look, how my body is now, or how I look in the mirror, but people will just stay with their standards as avoid, and avoid reaching you know, their goals of what they truly, truly, truly want. So we try and let them know that they can achieve their goals and get to the next level. Next level. Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, I know, you know, you said that you have a, a personal training director and then you employ your trainers and that's a smart model that not a lot of people are doing. Is that something that the retro fitness franchise kind of everybody does it that way? Or how did you come to the decision to run that specific model of personal training? So when retro fitness started in 2005 or six, their whole thing was no classes, no personal training, sub it out to a company and let them just pay you a rent check. Mm -hmm. we, we, had, we had a company used to come in and we just come in and run the training department and they just give you a check every single month. You can either do a split with them or they just played you, paid you a flat rent. We did no classes. And right around 2014, as the model started, you had your Planet Fitness coming in and your Crunch Fitness is coming in, which were also lower price models. Retro started going back into the classes and then saying, you know what, you guys can run your own personal training and then started teaching all the franchisees. I lost you again. <clears throat> I would say, I would say probably nine out of 10 clubs are doing their own personal training. They're not subbing it out anymore. And none of them let somebody come in and just pay rent to train people in your club. Yeah, I think it's smart doing it that way because we can really feed our trainers, clients. We are in control of the people in our gym. We're in control of, you know, making this a super profitable piece of the business. Um, when we allow trainers to just pay rent, that kind of caps off the amount of money we can make from personal training, the amount of people that we can help. Um, so I like the model that you guys are following, but to kind of segue on, you do offer some group fitness kind of classes. Is that a big part of what you guys do? Or do you just kind of offer a few classes a week at the facility? So we, it's, you know, I know you mentioned, as we were talking before, you came from the CrossFit. So we never did really CrossFit here. We, we did a lot of almost like an orange theory and F45, small group training, and then team training. Right, where you would move from station to station with uh, doing all functional training. And between that and our classes, prior to COVID, we were doing over 50 classes a week, which was a lot. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, since we reopened, our classes have died down. We're doing about 22 classes a week. And that's something that I've been struggling with. How can I, how can I increase my classes? So we came up with the idea to give away 
uh, a two-week trial classes, whether you have, you know, we have two memberships, basic membership and memberships that include classes, uh, tanning, uh, group fit, um, uh, tanning and uh, your Zen Den. We used to have child care, but since COVID, we don't have any more. So we've been now giving out passes to people to come in and do the classes. And our biggest classes are really spin. We do a boot camp and we also do a boxing class, which is pretty cool. We got a beautiful boxing room, uh, which is pretty nice. Kind of almost looks like a mini CKO. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, boxing, spin, those are trending right now. People want to do stuff like that. So it's cool how many different kind of services that you offer under one roof. It's like a one-stop shop for your clients. Now, how do the memberships work? It, is there kind of different levels, different tiers to the memberships that you offer to your clients? Yeah, since we reopened, uh, or right before COVID, I should say, we had a new CEO come in, uh, our former uh, franchisor, who was the founder, Eric Casabari, who I know is friends with... Uh, Alex on uh, Instagram, you're Alex. Uh, the new guy came in and they kind of restructured it. So we used to have contracts. We don't have contracts anymore. So you could come in and have a basic membership, which gives you access to this gym only. Uh, it's very low, low. We give a high value of low price and that membership is only $29.99. You can do a core membership, which will give you access to other retro fitness locations. That's about $6 more a month, but you're locked into a 12-month agreement. Or you can do what we call as our ultimate membership, which it really is. For $39.99 a month, you can bring a guest every single day. You can do classes. You can do the tanning. And you can go in and use the Zen then to get a massage uh, in these high-end human touch massage chairs, which are amazing. If you look at our Instagram. So $39. Oh my God. We were, 49 before COVID. we were $49.99 before COVID because we were doing 50 classes a week and had childcare. I'm probably one of the only gyms that opened up and lowered our best membership down by $10 because I felt bad that I didn't have childcare and our classes weren't as many. But you know, whether you're paying 49 or 39, to me, it just boggles my mind because it's so low. I'm 56. 30 years ago, I was paying $89 a month to go to New York Sports Club. $89 yeah. 30 years. I, I would beg to differ that like your prices with what you offer right now could be upwards like to that like 65, 85 kind of dollar range. But $39, my gosh, like that is <laughs> that is so inexpensive for open gym for classes, even 22 classes a week, that's still a pretty big variety of classes that I can attend. 100 pieces of equipment, the gym's 30. I, I mean, it boggles my mind and I laugh because some people are like, oh, I don't know, $39, that's a lot. And I'm like, I spend $49 at the car wash a month just so I can wash my car anytime I want. I usually wash it three days a week. So when someone says that, I'm like, you can come here every day. There's $2 million worth of equipment. You know, what price yeah. do you want it to be? <laughs> you know? I'm how, will you ever raise those prices again? Yes, uh, uh, I am with the Zen Den. We're, we're waiting a little bit, probably in, in January. We're probably going to go back to the $49.99 because it just makes sense. I mean, if you don't see the value, I, I can't sell you on the value. You got to figure out what you want and what's important to you when you come in. So we'll give you the options. But a hundred percent, like I think the value is for sure there. 
Um, if somebody doesn't see it, they need to put their goggles on. <laughs> I, and the other thing is too, like, you know, uh, you know, I'm here usually four days a week. My manager's here six days a week. We, we try to give the best customer service we can and handle things, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, immediately. I'll give you an idea. I had a member that had an issue. He kept saying, I'm getting billed an extra $31 a month, $31 a month. And I'm like, Jared, you're not. I said, you must have two memberships. I emailed him. So yesterday I was walking in. I think it was 7 30 in the morning he was walking out and i'm like did you get that straight did you figure it out did you call the billing company he goes yeah i had two memberships i go i told you i have two memberships your girlfriend's a membership so i go let me cut i go just come in i had my jacket everything on and i just jumped to the computer have brought it behind the desk so he can see exactly what i'm seeing and when he's done he was like wow thank you i appreciate it you know i didn't even take off my take down my briefcase on my jacket off just wanted to really ease his mind and show him exactly what we're looking at. And he understood and got Makes it. Difference. So yeah, that customer service piece is huge. Just like showing face and showing your members that you're there and you care. Um, okay, so, you know, we've talked about a lot of the things that are going pretty well for you guys right now. Um, but I always like to ask the question, you know, what would you consider to be your biggest bottleneck or your biggest challenge right now? And what are you doing to work on overcoming that? Well, going back to, to right now, the classes are our biggest challenge, you know, mm -hmm. getting people to get involved and get into classes again. So we're given two week trials for the ultimate membership. You don't have class to try it uh, to give you an idea. Like um, probably back in May, I, I brought on a yoga instructor, um, offered it free to everybody for a month. Uh, just to come in and try it. Uh, she did a trial for four weeks. Didn't even said, listen, I'll come there for four weeks. Don't even pay me. I want to help get yoga off the ground here. I believe so much in yoga. And she was great. She was a Reiki instructor, which I don't really didn't know what it meant, but she said, that's a high end. She usually gets $85 an hour. Wow. Right. So she came here and did it for free for an hour for four weeks. And then I said, all right, I felt bad. I'll pay you for another four weeks. We couldn't get any more than four people in the class, including the instructor. So the classes is where we're struggling, and, and that's where I'd say we are, um, which we're, we're trying to get. In. I, I would love to double the size of my classes and really get that energy back in the in the in the gym again. Because it's nice to walk by a classroom and see, yeah, eighteen or twenty people in there opposed to six. Because yeah. I like the classes myself. I mean, group fitness is a huge um, thing for a lot of people, for a lot of our clients and for the business, but for our clients, like people like being led by a coach. They like working out next to somebody and having that person next to them, motivating them to continue to go. Um, and a lot of people just don't know the value of it, like that it can literally change your life if you let it. Um, everybody always thinks of the gym as going to a facility, walking on a treadmill, doing a couple curls and going home. They don't think of the gym as a class with an instructor showing you what to do. So we have to be able to get that out there to the community. So what does that look like for you right now? You know, since you are trying to grow that group fitness, um, where are you putting word out to or how are you finding new clients to get into that two-week trial for the classes? So what we started doing when somebody joined, so let's say they decide they don't want to do the ultimate membership. They just want to start with the basics. So we're going to give them a two-week trial automatically and say for the first two weeks, you have the ultimate membership. Bring a guest, take a group fitness class, try it, see how you like it. If you want to upgrade, you can. 
Uh, we made these cute little flyers that we have at the front desk when people check in. We notice, you know, if you check in and we see Brooke, oh, you have the basic members. Hey, Brooke, here, here's a card. Why don't you try the group fitness classes for two weeks or try to send it for two weeks and see if you want to upgrade? Because you're right, the, the classes are great. You're going to burn more calories. You're going to push yourself harder than you would if you work out on your own. Um, I think a lot of people are afraid that they're not in shape yet and they, they can't keep up with the class, which it's not a competition. You know, some of our classes, I have a woman who's 85 years old that does the boxing class. She might even be older by now. And it's, she, might, she just stands there and just moves a little bit. But you see her and you're like, man, it's, it's motivating because, first of all, I want to be 86 and still going to the gym. But, you know, the fact that she drives it, she does it. She used to do spin prior to COVID and boxing Dang. in the same day. But it's nice to see that. Yeah, it's it's the, so it's motivating. And you have people, our, our classes are dominated by women. Our women run the group fitness class. Yeah, yeah. Really great. Yeah, they, they kick the guys' butts. Yeah, I mean, I would say the same for my facility. Like, even though we are CrossFit, I would say we're like 75% female-based. Um, the ladies run the show. Uh, but hey, girls, who, who runs the world? Girls, right? As it should be. <laughs> So, um, you know, it sounds like you're, you know, kind of when you get a new member at the gym, kind of trying to put them into that trial for the classes, that ultimate membership, are you advertising the group classes at all, like in your marketing efforts for retro fitness as a whole? Is that something that you've tried? Because I feel like a lot of people might not know that you guys do group fitness out there in the community. So have you tried advertising that at all? I don't know. Well, everything we do is now on social media. We used to do a lot of flyers, which mm -hmm. we have it on there. But, you know, anything that I have, like our take ones, our giveaways, our flies that we leave at a store, all has the group fitness class on everything on the website. When you go on our website and on our join page, it gives you the options that are there. And we promote it on our own social media, on Instagram. Uh, you know, I do have a guy that comes in and he'll, he'll do like, he'll come in every two weeks and shoot a couple of different classes and stuff and we'll post it on our Instagram, but it just seems like it's, it's not enough. Mm. You know, we're not geared towards a hey, joint retro fitness because of our classes, but it's saying, Hey, we have that available. We have the group, uh, the tanning available. We have the Zen then available. We have personal training available for you. And also membership. We can bring a guest every single day. So yeah. Wrapped up. I think that it could be interesting to kind of flip that and be like, Hey, we we're retro fitness. We have, we have group fitness and that's something that we offer and that we do really well. And you're also going to get your open membership. You can, you know, get a little cardio in before or after class or lift some weights before and after class. And don't forget about our Zen Den because you're going to be able to recover after your workout. So like, to get people into those classes, it could be interesting to put an emphasis on the group training side of things in your advertising, in your marketing efforts. But before we kind of run out of time on the show here, I want to ask you my dream, dream situation. I hand you a magic wand. I put some Disney magic in there and I say, all right, all your dreams, all your goals for retro fitness Fairfield, they came true. What would that picture look like for you? You know, I'm there. You know, this is the dream. I, I, you know, I'm a big Disney fan. It is. You know, I started 15 years ago. Listen, I hate working out. It's I, I dread every workout I do, but I work out seven days a week and do it twice a day, Monday through Thursday, because I know the benefits of it. But 
Uh, I'm living the dream. I've had five clubs. I've opened three from scratch. I was the first one in New York, uh, first one in Staten Island area. So, you know, it, it's part of my morning uh, prayer and uh, giving thanks that, you know, I, I am living the dream. It's, it's wonderful. I just want to be able to continue to do as much as I can for my members and make their experience the, the best that we can and maintain a, a clean gym, open on time, do great service, have a good friendly staff, and uh, main fixed equipment whenever it breaks. I mean, those are basically the five things I try and pride myself on every day. If I can just, even though sometimes the members don't like what their your answer is, but give them a prompt answer. I mean, I was emailing somebody back and forth last night at 10 o'clock last night to find out. I was like, listen, I got to go to bed. Uh, you're going to come in tomorrow. I'm more than happy to discuss it with you in person and do what I can. And it's funny because here's a guy, he's 53 years old, and he was complaining that he thought because he moved, took his credit card off file that it canceled his membership. And I'm like, that doesn't work that way. You're, uh, you have a membership. I said, I said, I'm 56. I've had 10 memberships all my life. I'm sure it's not the first time you joined, but you know, you have a membership and canceling means you come in and say, I don't want to come anymore. Cancel, not just remove your card or file. So he'll be in today and I'll try and do what I can. Comp will give him a free month or so to make him happy and get him back in the gym. But uh, I could say I, I've been blessed. I, I feel like I'm living, living the dream. Yeah. Um, so, you know, kind of just continuing to repeat successful ash actions, do the things that you've been doing well, continue to increase your PT, continue to increase your group fitness, because doing both of those things means that you can help more people. And that sounds like that's what you really want to do. Um, so last but not least, where can our listeners go if they want to follow along for your journey? Do you have social media, Facebook, Instagram, website? Yes. Well, yeah, there's the retro fitness franchise website, which is just really going to gear you. Each club is a little different to show you pictures of it. We have our Instagram. Uh, I'm going to have to cheat and look and see exactly what it is because I'm embarrassed to say I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's uh, retrofitness.fairfieldnj. Awesome. If I told you I knew the Facebook, I'd be lying. But I'm it's sure okay. If close. we search retro fitness in Fairfield, New Jersey, I'm sure that we will find you on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you, Mike, for your insight today, for sharing your story in the fitness industry. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, guys, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords Podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be Yes, Mike. One more clap. I'd like that anybody know listening that's in the New Jersey in the Fairfield area, they're more than welcome to come in. They can come in for a three-day pass. You can get that online or on our Instagram. Come in. You can try it. A class. Use the Zen Den. Uh, we'll even give you a personal training session if you like. So that, that's awesome. available for anybody listening. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. Very now, uh, listeners, don't forget um we thank you so much for tuning in as always until next time jim lords out thank you so much for listening if you found this content valuable here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free one grab a free copy of alex ramosi's best-selling book gym launch secrets at alexsbook.com two join our free facebook group at alexsgroup.com Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, 
tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.